The views and opinion and comments on this episode of the Black and Blue Vanguard podcast do not necessarily reflect or represent the views and opinion by any law enforcement department or agency. Content may contain elements that are not suitable for some audiences. Listener's discretion is advised. Now that that's out the way, let's get this show started. Welcome one, welcome all. This is the Black and Blue Vet Girl Podcast, the only podcast that was made by law enforcement for law enforcement. To express our thoughts, our concerns, ideas, or hey, if you just want to vent, you can do that too. Now hold on, wait a minute, civilians. We haven't forgot about you. We welcome you to listen in. We'd like to hear from you. I'm not alone. I brought back up who's on this ride along with me. Wadi. And Holiday. And I'm Jules. We have a great show for you today, ladies and gentlemen. On today's episode of The Bad Guards, we're rapping about compliance. And why is it hard for some people to comply to officers' command? We'll talk about it and much, much more. So ladies and fellas, too, without further ado, let's get busy. Holiday, what you know good, Cat Daddy? Another fun day. Another fun day. Day at a time. I'm all good. I'm all you know good. what, Holiday? I haven't mm-hmm. been asked you in the past couple episodes. Brother, are you still drinking the beers, man? What what, what we got today? Uh nah, today, uh uh no. Nah. I just got a couple of cherry Pepsi. Oh, that's right up my alley right there. Mm-hmm. Cups of cherry Pepsi. You know, it's been days I've been working on my day off. I don't like to drink them when I got to go to work, so. Okay, I understand that just in case you have to get into a shooting or you have to put in foot in the ass or something like that. You want to be, you want to mm-hmm. be 100%. Yeah, so, so the beers slow down, but uh, right now, Jay Pepsi. Now is the time, ladies and gentlemen, who, who are listening to this show. And the ones who are listening, I want you to, Spread the word. Now, I've been talking plenty of time on the show. You guys have heard me, Holiday and Miss Waddy, about my slim fast. I'm trying to get in shape. I'm trying to lose the weight. My fat ass trying to get in the gym. Oh, and, but now is the time. We have, what, six, seven months to get warm out again, to get nice out. Now is the time to transform that body. It's the time. I don't know where I'm going with that, guys, but I'm just wanting to let people know it's the time if you want to. <laughs> I was like, there's no punchline to this. We, we, we don't know what he's talking about. Because <laughs> people that know you, like, oh, what? what is he talking about? Okay, let's get let's get Miss Whitey up in here. Miss Whitey, what's happening? How y'all doing? I'm good. All right. Now, Miss Whitey, look, just real quick. What's, what's your secret? Tell tell the tell the people out here what's what's your secret on staying fit? Just healthy eating and going to the gym. You know what? Yeah, you're right because you know what holiday? That's the secret, man. That's where we fought. That's where we short at. Because we're eating the Popeyes, we're eating the KFCs, we're eating the McDonald's and Chick-fil-A's and and and, and everything else. 
there ain't too much stuff I do I do not eat. And you know, you know, chilling. I ain't really the fan of those, but oh oh one second. Uh speaking about eating healthy, one second. Um one second. Uh yes, uh may I have a uh, large sausage and cheese pizza. <laughs> um yeah, extra, yeah. Yeah, turkey sausage, uh pepperoni. Yeah, yeah, put all that on the pizza. Uh-huh. <laughs> Getting get that order. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, green peppers. I had to eat, make it a balanced meal and put green peppers in there. <laughs> a balanced. Okay. Yeah. Large. You know, make it extra large. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. You gotta have that best boy. All right. Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, eating healthy, that's the that's the secret. Yeah. Okay. Hell yeah. We're, we're right. to do better. So, because, so, uh-huh. so now we know. There's a there's a method to the madness for Miss Waddy. She don't need she don't need all that 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 stuff. That's why she stays so fit and you know, so fit and trim. But you know what, guys? Oh, what's up? I've been in a lot of discussions lately. What's the discussion about, man? What they what they discussing with you? Man, I've been in the barbershops, I've been in the gym, I've been at work, talking to my wife, talking, you know. Uh there's a list. I don't know if you guys have heard it or seen it about uh, uh places you shouldn't take a woman on the first date. Mm. Yes, I have seen and heard. Yes. And it's been going around and you have some people saying this is stupid. You got some people saying right on and and I'm just <laughs> like wait a minute. What 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 what's going on in this world? Where you meet a lady or whatever, you want to get to know her or vice versa. But in this case, we're speaking on men shouldn't take a woman on first date. So a man meet a lady and want to take him out to get the norm or whatever. And there's spots that you, I guess, depending on the woman, because there's a whole bunch of women out here saying this is just ridiculous. Um. I'm going to just name a few. Cheesecake Factory. Mm. Oof. Applebee's. Mm. Chili's. Mm. You know, Chipotle. And uh, Olive Garden. Man. Olive Garden has got to have some good bread and good soups. Salads. Check this out, guys. The movies. Oh man, man, I suck because I, I I took my wife to well, my wife and I, I I the first date I took my wife on was the movies, and with the IHOP and you and guess what the IHOP is on here, no, the IHOP is twenty four hours and them pancakes are slamming. IHOP is is clutch. Oh dude, it's like man, I'm, where can we go IHOP after bowling after the movies? Up oh, guys. Bowling's on here. No, no, not bowling. Don't mess with bowling. What's wrong with a first day going bowling? You know, you can have some fun. You can, you're bowling. You know, the fellas helping the ladies bowl or whatever. You have little bets. It's cute. It's quaint. It's intimate whatever. Ice cream dates, coffee dates, Starbucks. They even got the gym. <laughs> they got... You they know what church, I saw? 
They put church on here. Church is on the list. Yeah, church is on the list. They ain't they they, they, they named <laughs> some, everything, huh? They some heathens. What these ratchet? You know, it's somebody ratchet that put the church on here. Uh, what else? Nightclubs. Uh, I thought the hookah bar is the is the yeah thing right. Now. Hookah I bar kind of like a new thing now. Yeah, chill. Not I ain't never new. done it. Not new, but we still be Snapchatting, posting them. Right. Like I never. Things, so. I, I ain't never done hookah, but I mean, I can see. You know, you sitting around. Yeah, flavors. What is a flavored tobacco? Is that what that is? They like flavors. Uh, Flavor. Flavor. Different from, flavors. Uh, you know, whatever. Who who knows? Who knows what you're smoking in that stuff? Okay, Waffle House, sporting events. I I mean, this list is just ridiculous. Let's ask a woman, Miss Waddy. Miss Waddy, when you heard this, we heard about this list and something. What, what, what was going through your mind? I mean, he, you know, somebody taking somebody out for the first time, he can decide what he want to say because he don't know her for real. So, I mean, you just basically getting to know somebody. Right. Right. It's pretty much the the place. The place is OK. OK. Here's where we going. But the, the main part of it is getting to know the person. You can go anywhere and have a great time. You can go to the beach you can go to a park. You can go to a museum. Hell, you can just take a drive. You can go for a walk. No matter where you go, you you want to get to know this person and you want to enjoy each other's company. Where you go is irrelevant. It's okay. It don't, you know. Cause you can go to, you can go to the high high end place. You can go to Ruth Chris. You can go to Signature Line. You can go to the Hancock and Sears Tower or whatever. Or I'm sorry, the Willis Tower for the new ones. You know, you can go to these places or whatever. You know, the the Shaw's Crab Shack and all that stuff. But if you you with somebody who's an asshole, then what's it worth? Then how's how's the, how would you rate that date still? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So when I heard, when I when I found when I heard about this list and seen the list, I said, "Nah, you, this is just some." And I don't want to be, you know, judgmental or anything like that. But it's like this, like some young young girl mess here. That's what it sounds like when I read this. It's like young girl stuff. You know, so holiday. What you think, man? They put bowling in there, man. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> like who don't who, who don't like bowling or shooting pool? Well, well, should I tell you one thing? If this is the list, they need to make a part two on. Tell us the list. I mean, I don't care, but you know, I'm already. <laughs> but for those who's looking for ideas for the first date. At least, at least put down where places prefer. Because you looking at this list, he's like, that's pretty much life. Yeah. So the question is, where do you want to go? It's like it's one of those. <laughs> you're better off saying where to go versus what not to go. Okay. So yeah, pretty you know, much I, right. I laughed. I, I laughed. I I I read it. The list. I even seen the video. The TikTok video or the whatever video. I said, wow. Yeah, right. Now, now, Miss Waddy, what is what is a, a, a good spot 
Is there anything on that list that you love doing? What you, what you like doing, Miss Waddy? Do you like to bowl or shoot pool or movies or? It doesn't really matter to me. Look at that. Hey, you're a good one. I don't you're think. I'm just talking about in general, like as far as activities. I'm not talking about dates, just in general. It doesn't matter to me. Okay. Okay. Nice. All right. Hey, you know what? That's a good one right there. You know, just activities in general. Just the longer it is, just want to have fun and, and with the right person and, you know, have good vibes and, and good conversations and good company. What else can you ask for, right? You know it. And then, you know, and if and if the women play the cards right, then 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 maybe go somewhere a little, little high end. There you go. But that's the second date now. So that's now right. Do, so now you can do the bowling and stuff. See, right? See, 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 fellas. We the thing is, ladies, fellas, we have a plan. You know, we can't go, we can't show our best hand. You know, from from the start because then there's there's no room to grow. There's no there's no room to go higher or or, or progress or whatever. So if I be like, hey, listen. We're gonna go to we're gonna go to Wendy's. But see, here's the thing. You can add, you can add cheese, you can oh, you can supersize this thing. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And then the next day, this cheesecake factory. And it all depends on how this person is, how this female is. So yeah. Hey man, people gonna be like, man, Jules, you <laughs> like Jules, how you married? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, um, it was like, man, Wendy's. I said, you you can supersize that thing, girl. You can add bacon and cheese or whatever you want on there. I got you. I like frosty. Oh, come on. You know what I'm saying? If you're good, you can get a frosty in a drink. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. All right, let's get all right, let's get moving, man. Let's get moving. Uh to the favorite part of the show for me is what's new on the beat. Now I know Miss Waddy, you back from your furlough. Miss Waddy, I know you're back from your furlough, I said. And that Welcome means back. I know you got something on this beat. Wadi, wadi, no, I don't wadi, have anything. Wadi. Damn. <laughs> Damn. Damn, Miss Wadi. I, I, was, I, was I was all excited and stuff. I said, I know you're on furlough. You came back. And... All right, well. Hey, listen. Like I always say, you get paid the same no matter what. Mm-hmm. Holiday, hey, what you get for what you get new for us, cat daddy? Um, <sighs> you know, ever since the temperature dropped, it's raining, it's cold. Uh, you know, I'm just gonna say this: don't call me for service. Mm. Okay, all my jobs been standing outside in the cold, listening to people. With their crap, and, and you know, I love to help people, but you got to be good. You got to be, you got to be a reason behind it. People don't want to listen these days. You give them advice, everybody want to be victims. Domestics, people who have to stop me and my partner, beats at the couples arguing out in the middle of the street while traffic was coming. Mm, you tell right. them to go to the sidewalk, they go to the sidewalk, then they both walk back out on the street again. And mind you, it's cold. So I'm already pissed because I got to get out my, I was the wagon. We was the wagon that day. I had to get out of this big old paddy wagon and tell these numb nuts. 
hey, get off the street. How many times I got to tell you this? But long story short, more of the story is, don't let me get out the car. I don't want to get out the car. It's cold. <laughs> oh, by it. the way, by the way, it was solved. Don't, don't worry. The, the, it was a code. It was a code. Okay. I was coded. You know, because that's what I do best. So people was not on a job. So the people's not on a job. Uh, well, Holiday said he coded a job. It didn't. You didn't need any action, really. No. You no, know, I no report. No report had to be taken, or no uh, arrest had to be made, or anything. Enough. You go one way, you go the other way. And that's mm-hmm. the bottom line. Because mm-hmm. Holiday said so. There you go. Okay. Hey, man, that's always a plus. Yeah, I'm ready, dude. That's always. A- Sit. <laughs> That's always a plus. All right. For me, what's new right. on the beat? Yes. Nothing spectacular. Nothing spectacular. But what? but oh, I have I have some good ones. I'm like holiday. I'm like holiday, Miss Wally. I'm like, I gotta start writing this stuff down. There'd be so much stuff going on. Yeah. But but the ones that stand out in my head. So you know we got this uh you know they passed the law of the the fair, the pretrial uh, safety act or whatever. You know they they passed that where uh, people with uh, misdemeanor some misdemeanor charges can be released from the scene. You know, so it's a ticket. Well, I have to do one of those the other day. Guy was trespassing. At a Walgreens and and yeah, and this this POS stayed on on scene. So I <laughs> I don't know what the he, he I guess he wanted to tell his story or something. I don't know what the, I don't know what was on his mind, but okay. So my partner ended up talk. I was working with Tron, so Tron went to go talk to the to the manager from from, from Walgreens. I'm talking to the offender. You know he's homeless. He's you know. He uses he's on on drugs and he said he had to steal the shoplift to, to support his habit. Okay. I'm just standing there. He he's vitting to me like I'm a like I'm a priest at a, at a at a church, giving his confession. He started crying. He said he's he's tired of getting guns pulled on him and getting locked up and getting beat up because he's trying to steal. And I'm like, so I said to him, I said, I, I, I don't know what you're going through. I have no idea. I said, I thank you for telling me what's what's going on. I was like, but only per only, only, only way this is going to change if you change. I, nobody else is going to do it for you. Nobody else mm-hmm. is going to save. Nobody else is going to save you. Mm-hmm. You gotta save your own life. I I forgot his. I think his name was Coop, uh, Campbell. His name is Mister Campbell. So I said, Mister Campbell, what's it gonna be? And of course, it, 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 this is not gonna happen overnight. It might take months. It's gonna take weeks, days, weeks, months, even years. But ultimately, you 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 have the to, to say so. You have the decision. You know, and he was, you know, he he was just thankful that he could just talk to me and share that, and 
Then Tron came out. I told him, I said, everything's going to be all right. You're going to be cool. But I, t- but I told him, I said, I said, you got good news and bad news, Mr. Uh, Mr. Campbell. I said, we have to place you in this car. I said, but the good news is you don't got to go in with us because of the pretrial fairness act. And he looked at me like, really? I said, yes. So we did all this paperwork. Uh, the, the, the Walgreens signed some complaints and and Mr. Campbell signed his release thing. He got a copy, that, but, you know, and he get the release and go home. But there's a court date for him. I told him, make sure you go to court because you don't want a warrant out. Not let, they ain't going to pick up anyway, but you don't want to put a warrant on, your, on yourself. So. so that was it. I was just out there and Mr. Campbell was spilling his guts to me. And I think I told uh, Mr. Campbell what he needed to hear. Now, what's he going to do with it? I'm not sure. We'll see. If I bump into him again and see how, you know, what's going on or he's still shoplifting and stuff because there's some you come across and don't do it again. And next day, they're back at it. So we'll see what happens with, you know. So I'm going to just say to be continued with this one, okay? Okay, ladies and gentlemen, so we'll let you know. There you know. All right, let's keep it moving. Holiday, we got any new followers from last episode? All right, we do. And uh, we're going to start off with Tanya. Thank you, Tanya, for writing and uh, uh, listening to the podcast. Tanya wrote, thank you guys for the tips and treats. Mm. My daughter had a fun Halloween. We started early and was back home before it got dark. So glad you were safe. Got back before the dark. Yeah, right. Hey, I want to know how fast she... She probably she probably told the daughter her, her right right. You looked up the, you looked up at the sky like yeah time up. <laughs> it's getting dark. Come on, come on, get in there. Grab them chips. Let's roll. So that's what's up. Glad everybody was safe. Uh, second one we have uh, Mike. Mike wrote, guys, I got hit with a paintball while I was walking to the store. What can I do in that incident? Hmm. Damn. I forgot about that paintball crap. Dude, you know, right. It it, it used to be eggs, right? It, it used, used to be, be eggs. It used to be eggs. Now it's paintball. But yeah, past previous years it's been paintball. Uh-oh, what was uh was it oh it was Mike? Oh what 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 uh what you think, Holly? What Mike should have done? What? He should have stuck the finger at him. What, <laughs> what the she did. <laughs> I don't know if they was on foot or in the car, but <laughs> stuck a finger at him. Stuck a finger at him. You coward. You know what I'm saying? You gonna shoot paintball at me? You should have went, went nuts. Oh, we should have stuck the finger and flip them off. You should have flicked them off, gave them the bird. Like, you gonna do that to me? <laughs> All right. Yeah, when the K-Bank start shooting <laughs> Oh damn! What man? What thing do call the call the cops, man? Mm. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he, he, man, oh, that, that, I mean, it's not like Mike. It sound like that Mike. It's not like sound like Mike didn't have a paintball gun on him, so he couldn't make it fair. You know, I don't right, know right. Many, I don't know how many people's because you know it's more than just one. Normally, it's probably like one or two, so he could have got outnumbered. Main thing is to stay safe, you know, 
we did reports for you know remember they used to shoot the cta workers with paintball. yeah yeah shoot the buses and stuff yeah, yeah so it ain't really much you can do unless you, you know you got that that something to fight back with some make it mm-hmm. interesting but yeah man that's why i'll yeah, flip the finger what <laughs> you're a coward oh miss miss waddy well what can what can we tell Mike? We we could have done in that instance about the about the paintball getting hit getting hit with paintballs. Man, just do the best you can, man. <laughs> okay, Miss <laughs> White said, "Hey, just hey, do the best you can out there, brother." Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Nothing you can't do if you can. Man, oh man, that's messed up. A- you just walking, you just walking, and somebody drove past, start shooting with paint. Yeah, it's an element of surprise, man. You ain't even thinking about no paintball. Who the hell thinking about a paintball? You trying to go to the stove? Yeah, I would just, uh, I would just shot the ass. That's what I would do. Damn, with, with, with your, with your, with your heater. Yeah, I'd pull that pole out. Dang. And it said that hey, it looked like a gun to me. <laughs> Dang, you get paint, <laughs> you get paint on your jacket. And you, about, <laughs> you about to put blood on there? No, you know what? Real talk. And like like why he said, just do the best you can out there. Ain't really nothing, you know, because it we've been paintballing now. Hey, you know what? Speaking of, I, I want to know if we're the you know what, ladies and men, if you want, reply back to what I'm about to ask. Uh oh. What you going to Because we talked about the first date. Can we can men take a woman on first date to paintball shooting? Oh, that'd be so dope. That'd be so dope. Oh man, you got kid. Right. Well, well, oh. paintball shooting would that would that would that be that be good to take a a, a woman on the first date? So hey, hit us back on that one. Yeah, interesting. Hit us back on that one. Me, I say yes. I say yes because it's fun. Cause holiday night, we went we been paintball shooting before. It's it's fun. Mm-hmm. That and laser tag, man. That's. That's some fun stuff. Oh ratchet, oh ratchet girls with this list. That piss me off now. Okay, uh-huh. back at uh back at what we was talking about. What the hell we was talking about? Talking oh, about- oh yeah. Mike getting hit with paintballs. Okay, yeah. Uh no, what I would do, I would have just I'd have been like, who all seen um Scarface? Yeah, class. Miss White, have you seen Scarface with Al Pacino? Yeah. Okay, you remember the end of the movie when 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 Tony Montana was getting hit with all those bullets, he was just standing there. That'd have been me in the middle of the street. Man, he got lit up. (laughs) Yeah, I'm like, man, there's a person. Yeah, he did. I'm standing there getting out. (laughs) I'd have have stood in the middle of the street getting hit. I'm like, come on, you know, just keep yelling at him, cursing at him, stuff like that. There you go. Anyway, man, this dude crazy. Okay. All right. That's what. Yeah. So to answer your question, Mike, all of the above. I think I think Ms. Waddy gave you the best one. Do the best you can out there. Yeah. By the way, we're not laughing at you. All right. And our third one is uh Jim. Jim wrote. Uh Jim wrote great episode. Thank you for the tips. They were helpful. I love how the show ended with Michael Jackson's thriller. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, I like that part too. <laughs> Yeah, another speaking of classics. Yeah, I like that part. Yeah, I think you can't go. 
Halloween. You can't go about Halloween and Thriller. Mm-hmm. It's like hand in hand. It's like a hand in. It's like a hand in the glove. That's like the New Year in Prince, nineteen ninety nine. It's, it's forever. That's like that's gonna be linked forever. So yeah, man, Jim, man, we appreciate you uh, sending that uh, shout out. You know, I like that stuff too. I, you know, that's that's good stuff. We use, you know, we do the live to show up and make it fun and have our have our listeners enjoy it. You know, so we appreciate everybody for listening and sending feedback and you know keep it keep it going for sure all right let's keep rolling uh any new notification is miss water it's been like a busy week everywhere for law enforcement in my opinion well the first one is the chicago police are questioning the suspect after three police impersonators robbed and tried to kidnap a man in bridgeport on monday afternoon much of the assault was recorded on video shared with cwb chicago Police said it happened in the 3600 block of South Morgan around 4.50 p.m. A 35-year-old man was approached by the three assailants, one of whom pretended to be a law enforcement officer. After hitting the man in the head and face, they restrained his hands with zip ties and tried to force him into a vehicle, according to police. The group also tased the man on the back of his neck and took his phone. Wow. Video recorded from a nearby balcony shows a bystander intervening in the attack. Two of the assailants fled in the SUV, and the third ran away on foot leaving a victim behind. Police arrested a man suspected to be the third offender, seen wearing a dark hoodie in the video nearby. The CPD spokesman, spokesperson said officers recovered the victim's phone and the offender's taser. Charges were pending against the detained man as of Tuesday afternoon, police said. His recent criminal history includes a conviction for unlawful use of a weapon last year and misdemeanor accounts of criminal trespass to a residence and assault in 2021, according to Cook County Court records mm. oh man that sucks getting tased getting zip tied almost kidnapped man oh that's rough that's rough but i'm glad the 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 story is i'm i'm glad that the police the boys and women in blue were able to grab a couple of the, uh a couple of the offenders a couple of the pos's and and able to you know you know and able to arrest them and, and bring them in for, for charging and booking. So that's that's good. And I'm glad the guy is okay. So that's good. That's good. Yeah, that's, it that's, is. That's good. Very good. That's a good job, guys. Yes, sir. And me. Oh, what else we got, Miss Waddy? Yep. An 11-year-old boy with terminal illness sworn in as a Chicago police officer. There was a warm welcome at Chicago Police Headquarters for the newest member of the police department. At 11 years of age, DJ Daniel has been through more hardship than most of us will endure in a lifetime, beginning with the terminal brain brain cancer mm. diagnosis at the age of six. In and out of hospitals, he had 13 brain surgeries, said his father, the oldest Daniel. He's had vents and cataracts, and he's still going. The young man from Houston, Texas, was sworn in as an mm. honorary member of the Chicago Police Department, badge included. Afterward, officers lined up outside police headquarters to greet DJ as he was introduced by Superintendent Larry Snelling. Our newest Chicago Police Officer, DJ Daniel, thank you for taking the call, DJ. We appreciate you, Snelling said as officers applauded. For DJ, it started in 2018 when he and his family were displaced by Hurricane Harvey and said friendly police officers bought him p- them pizza. 
And he said, well, if they thought about me and my brothers during the time we were sleeping on the floor, which we were, he said, that's a good thing. I want to be a police officer, his father said. After the ceremony, DJ faced the officers and offered his appreciation. I'd like to thank you for everything. Thanks for coming. DJ's trip to Chicago was initiated by the Blue Island Police Department after its chief read about DJ's mission. Just the way his spirit's so lively, said Blue Island Police Officer Mike Brady. You see the spunk in him when he was interviewing you. That's the survivor, and if we all had attitudes like this, I think we'd all be better off. On Tuesday night, DJ will be sworn in by a number of police departments in the south suburbs, including Marionette, Park, Posen, Alsa, Crestwood, and Blue Island. Oh, wow. That's a hell of a story. Man, DJ, 11 years old, battling brain cancer since the age of six, multiple surgeries, cataracts, hmm. and just, just the willingness the resilience, the fight, the drive, the passion. Mm -hmm. He wants to be a police officer because because the examples of what the police that he encountered did for him. That's an amazing story. And man, congratulations, DJ. And and keep on fighting, brother. Keep on fighting. I mean, wow. Like you said, we 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 can't even imagine what you're going through but brother we're here for you we're praying for you and you know and just keep doing what you're doing but that's that's a hell of a story most definitely happy for him the only thing we got next is anonymous tips up to five thousand dollars for tips leading to any gun trafficking charges or convictions and up to fifteen thousand dollars for tips leading to homicide charges or convictions you can always call 833 Four zero eight zero zero six nine, or you can also email cpdtip.org. All right. Hey, that, that ain't going anywhere. So utilize it. If you know something, as they say, if you know something, say something. There you go. Uh, man, thank you, Miss Wadi, for the notifications. Holiday for those follow-ups. Uh, all right, let's get into the investigation part of the show. We're talking about compliance, ladies and gentlemen. It's important you know, we need compliance out there on the, on the streets. You know, am I right, guys? Yeah, you're right. As uh, far as, you know, dealing with law enforcement officers and dealing with the public, certain interactions, we have seen there's a plenty of examples that can become, you know, people get hurt on both sides, officers and 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 uh, and the motorists or, or the subject or whatever you want to call them. You know, I know I've seen some things off the news where even if you comply, you know, something might happen. It, you know, the, the chance of that is very, a very small percentage, very small. So let's talk about what compliance is. Then we get through some things. Okay. So compliance is defined as a person act in accordance with a wish or command. You know, conformity is another word for uh, accordance or, or agreement. So if the officers say, hey, listen, license insurance, license and insurance, you know, you comply, like, here you go, here's my license insurance. Simple. Simple. <laughs> you know, guys, have you guys ever had a stop? And, and, and I know this is a rhetorical question, you know, but have you guys ever stopped somebody who just wasn't in compliance of, of, of just a regular 
traffic stop and just gave you guys just a hard time and all you just asked for a license insurance honestly i haven't had it where it was that like of course i had people talk back but to the point where no nah, i ain't give you my license i don't recall having that experience mm, okay oh that's good See, you know what, you know what, Miss Waddy, Miss Waddy, you got that, you know, you got that look and that, that gift of gap and that spirit about you. They, you know, you uh, woke they up. They don't care, though. <laughs> they they don't still care. yelling at me. <laughs> they still be yelling at you. Yeah. Hey, but, hey, hey, you like, as long as they comply, you can yell all you want, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, holiday Cat Daddy. Now, you know, Cat Daddy, I don't know. You you smooth, so I don't, I don't think you had no problems. No, no, I had a numb nut. I had one. I had one okay. numb nut. After a traffic crash, traffic okay. traffic crash, and then it got to the point it got scary. It got to the point uh, my partner KD had to jump in. Really? Mm -hmm. Wait a minute! Wait a minute! You wait a minute! He mm -hmm. jumped froggy with you? Mm hmm. Okay. Yeah, I, I guess I had to look where my partner. It was the end of the day. Um, two two vehicles hit, but one one uh. I guess they got out the car and bust his car up some more. Mm. Oh, and uh, the other car left. So when we came on scene, we seen him. Hey, I did the old empathy, sympathy, whatever you want to call it. Sympathy, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> I did that. I said, oh, man. Dang, man. It's messed up. Okay, let me, let me just get your license, man. You, we'll get you a report, man. Okay. He told me his name. I said, oh, okay, that's cool. Well, yeah, let me get your license, though. He had it in his hand. He had it right there. And he said, uh, well, I gave you my name. I said, oh, yeah, yeah, thank you. Let me, let me get that license, though. Uh -huh. He said, for what? I'm like, what are you fucking me? What? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. You're messing up the good. And now I'm on your side now. So that's it. Because I have to do the port. You know, you're driving them over their vehicle. This is your vehicle. I need to see your license so I can put it down for the report. Mm-hmm. He said, but I told you my name, though. I said, here we go again. I said, I said, what, what's the problem? Just give me your license. And that once he said, why the fuck I got to give you my license? I uh -oh. said, I closed my notepad up. Boy, I took my uh, readers off. He said, what the fuck you say? <laughs> <laughs> and then KD was like, oh, no, no, no. KD was like, so do you want to report or not? He's like, no, no, no. I don't need no report. He said, all right, bro. He said, all right, we're good. <laughs> he refused to so report. So he was in a traffic, he was involved in a traffic accident. Yeah. So, in, you know, you just, to do the report, you just ask, hey, listen, let me get your, he's not in trouble. Right, you just I need his, you just I, need his ID. He got to show, because he was driving, he got to produce license. You I know, so you can do the report. And also, because since he's driving, he had to have license to drive. So, okay. So he had that, it in his hands. Yeah, it must have been suspended or something because he would not give up that ID. I'm looking dead at his hand. It's right there. I'm like, yo, just give me your license. It's the end of the day, too. So you know how we get. It's time to go home here. Like, come on, so we can knock this out. So I can right. go. Dang. That dude said, why the fuck I got to show you my life? I said, I said, what the fuck you say to me? Uh-oh, you said you took the readers off, huh? You had them glasses yeah. on. Yeah, man, that's how you know I'm doing some work. Uh-oh. People look over, oh, man, doing, oh, man, how are they doing some work? Boy, them boys came off. 
Gaten's uh, <laughs> up here. So do you you want to report or not? Hey, see, now I tell you one thing: if he came across Wadi, she would have drug him in. <laughs> she okay. she would have drug him in. That, gave that round up, kid. It's you, know, fa- you know, failure um, to pro- failure to produce. Oh, we going I'm in weak. with TVB. Oh, said, so weak. You so oh, okay. <laughs> hey, hey, ladies and gentlemen, don't let don't let don't let Miss Wadi fool you now. That's funny. Yeah, but you know what? But that's good on your partner to step in and say, "Hey, do you, well, do you want what you want? Do you want to report or not?" And he said, "No." Like, all right, good. Now we're just a code. We ain't doing nothing then. There you go. Refused. Man, you know what? I haven't had I haven't had much. You know, some people like, hey, you know, I want you to go get those killers, and why are you stopping me and this and that, and it's like, oh, you know, let me tell you why I'm stopping you. But see, I like to I like to jaw jack with people. So when people jaw jack with me, it's like, cool. I lo- I love that type of talk because I talk with the best of them. I'm like, okay, well, yeah, we can, we can have we can talk, we can go this way, you know. So I was doing one of them traffic little silly traffic missions, right? You know, and uh. There was a guy, there was a, you know, motorist who was driving and he didn't have a front plate uh, or the front plate was on his dashboard or something like that. Mm. But still, for the people, ladies and gentlemen, who's not, you know, who doesn't do not know this, it must be a fix in the front of a bumper, you know. So having a dashboard is cool, but it's not fixed at the appropriate uh, position. Um, But no biggie. It's just just a little little traffic stop, little little traffic car. Or whatever, no tickets or anything like that. So I pulled up on the side of them because you know I was just gonna let them know, hey, listen, you don't have a front plate, but I see it on your your dashboard. No problem. Is this your car? Really random and stuff like that. You know, just want to make sure that his car, you know, it, is that the person on the on the computer that's him and stuff. Just verify. So we rolled up on next to him. I was with uh, I was with Perez, little Perez, and um. He lowered the window. We told him to lower the window down. He lowered down his window. <laughs> Weed smoke just came out of everywhere. I was mm. like, oh, Jesus. I was, like, yeah, I was like, well, and then, and then he was like, is this, is this an official stop? You know, that's what we say. Is this, is this a, a legitimate stop or something like that? You know, I was just, hey, just letting you know, hey, you got a, you know, what's your name, bro? You know, we see you, you, your plate is not on your, it fixed to the, you know, proper uh, position. He said, if this, this is not an official stop, I'm not stopping. And he drove off. Nice. I said, well, okay, well, I guess we got to, I guess we'll do it the right, I guess we do it the right way there, you know? So we, you know, uh, turn on the lights and sirens. Yeah, so we oh, hit the no. lights. We t- hit the lights and sirens, got in behind him, got out. Oh, this dude just started talking trash. This and, you know, why y'all stop me and this and oh, oh my god, <laughs> you know, I'm like, bro, I see, I see, you got your license plate on the dashboard. He was like, yeah, you know, the the you know the thing won't fit. You know, he can't affix it to the front from. I, I really, I don't care. This is just a, this is a mission. This this is nothing you know saying worth getting serious for, you know. So. I'm about to explain to him, you know, I see you got your plate and all that stuff. You know, this little POS rolled the window up on me while I was talking. Oh, no. So, you know me, Holiday, Miss Wadi, you know me. I want to punch the window out 
and break his window and drag him out that drag him out the driver door and throw him into a moving truck. That's what I feel like doing. Oh, that's that bubble moment when you, you thought about it. You know, because we was in a busy intersection. I literally yeah. want to like smash this dude's window and drag his ass out and just beat the hell out of him. You know what I'm saying? For being disrespectful. So, but he handed me his license and insurance and I looked over at little Perez and we get back in the car and Perez just started writing. He didn't even look my way. He just started writing. So we came back and the dude was like, yeah, let me get, now, now here's this little piece of crap. He's like, yeah, let me get your, let me get your, 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 your name and badge number. I said, what? Let me get your name and badge number. Man, I give him that stuff, man. I threw, I threw him his tickets and stuff and his ID and said, man, get the hell out of here. No. And then he was then he wanna talk trash. It's like, nah, bro. You know what I'm saying? Don't talk trash to me sitting in the car. You come out and talk trash, man. You know, you can tell when somebody's soft. You know, so I told him I said, man, you can go. You know, get the hell out of here. You know, so it those stories, people, we just just a little bit. These are just just a little bit of things, interactions we have with, with the community. So people. Those are just stories that the little things we just go through. Those just the little things we go through on a simple stop. We all we all are professionals. We all please and thank yous and sirs and ma'ams. And, you know, this is the reason why, you know what I'm saying, the seven principles, I think it's eight now, of stops. We're going to play some clips on other law enforcement departments and other, you know what I'm saying, traffic stops or what, what have you. And we'll, we'll rap about it and about compliance and why it's so necessary and so imperative and so important. Let's check out some of these clips and we'll rap about it. Okay. Officer Brooks. What's your first name? I'm not, not going to give you my first name. Okay. And I don't have to sign this, right? You do have to sign it. No, I don't. Okay. Well, like I explained to him, if you don't sign it, then you're going to be physically taken to jail. Gotcha. Now I'm just stopping for a second there. Now here's a here's a uh, incident where officer pulled over a female. This is just a ticket. Now people, if you if you fail to sign the ticket, then we get arrest you physically and take you in the station. Now if you sign the ticket, you can go on about your day. Just throwing that out there. Your fees on the sign. What's your name? Officer Brooks, seven four five two. What's the badge number? I gave it to you two times, ma'am. Okay, I'm asking again. And I'm not giving it to you. Okay. Are you going to sign it? No, because I want your badge number. Sorry. Put your hands behind your back for me. Uh, see you guys. Hey, listen, ma'am. She says she's not signing. Put your hands behind your back. Sir? Ma'am. You're hurting me. Okay. I'm asking you to put your hands behind your back. Um, sir? Put your hands behind your back. Sir? Ma'am. Sorry. Put your hand behind your back. Come on. I need you to back up. I was just saying, like, I need you to back up. You don't need to touch her like that. She's not putting her hands behind her back. I'm asking, I'm asking a question. Okay. I'm just, all I'm doing is asking. Put your hands behind your back. Put your hands behind your back. You're under arrest. Put your hands behind your back. I asked you to sign the ticket. You told me you're not signing. Sir, I'm asking you a question. I'm letting you know. I'm not going to ask you again. I'm going to forcibly put your hands behind your back. But, sir, Mr. Brooks, is this really necessary? 
Mr. Brooks. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hey, listen, she needs, put, she needs to put her phone down. Okay, you can put your phone down. Okay, let her Mr. Brooks. Oh, oh, my God. Sir. Hold on. Put your hands behind your back. I'm not saying that I'm refusing to sign the ticket. I'm going to no, sign the ticket. You don't have an option now. Because I'm, I'm, but I'm going to sign the ticket, Mr. Brooks. I'm going to sign the ticket. I'm going to sign the ticket. No, I'm not here to play games here. I know, but I'm going to sign. I'm, I'm, I'm not being arrested. Why am I being arrested? I don't understand why I'm being arrested. Can you please tell me why I'm being arrested? Turn around and put your hands behind you your back. Tell me why I'm being arrested. Right, I, have right. I have the right. I have the right to know. Oh my God. Put your hands you behind your back. You stop resisting. You <laughs> I remember this one. Do you remember? That? But I don't uh, think this was based off a traffic stop, though. I, it, it, I think might. it was a t. It was a t. It was a street stop because it's, I believe, if I'm not, I'm not, if I'm not mistaken, they were in the park late. Oh, okay, okay. It was past closing time. Okay. And he told her she had to leave, and that's when she was upset. And from the very beginning, I remember this. I talked to my older brother about this. I feel like last year. He specifically said, y'all have to go. She, everybody hears it. She acting all big and tough, talking about, no, this, what's your badge? No, he gave it to her. I want it again. Oh, I'm not signing that. That's what I just heard her say. Right. Do y'all right. hear the same thing? Yes. She said, I'm not signing that. Mm -hmm. And he explained to her, it's loud and clear. If you refuse to sign, I will take, I will have to arrest you. So she was continuously not compliant. Then turn around and say, "I'm okay. I'm now that he say put your hands on your back. Now I'm gonna sign it." This is what I explained to my brother. Not that he disagreed, because my older brother he's very knowledgeable about this stuff, so he agreed with me too. But for the public, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. this is not an abuse of power. This is not about acting tough behind your badge. This is at, about acting on behalf of your badge because of who we are as sworn law enforcement when it is a lawful order and i tell you to leave you say no if i now i'm citing you because you're refusing to leave and i tell you when you don't sign this ticket that you're being arrested this is not something that police individually have created this is a law right right if we just, we just enforce to it. sign a ticket if i tell you to sign a ticket mm -hmm. and you say to me if it was me, you say to me, I'm not doing it. Now you're in handcuffs. I don't care if you turn around and say, okay, skip it. I'm going to sign it. If I feel like arresting you right there, I'm going to do it. And I don't care who a civilian or whoever, other police officer who don't agree with that. Like that's being petty. It's doing my job because this is what I, this is what me and my brother was talking about last year. Okay. As a sworn law enforcement officer, I have authority you do not have. And I'm not talking about in terms of abusing your authority. And all, like, Because as soon as you start saying that, civilians love to deflect and say, well, they can't abuse it. Well, you know, it's times so like, we talking about this situation. Right, right. If considering I have the authority and I give you a lawful, meaning is I'm not telling you to do something you don't have to do in this particular instance. If I tell you to do something lawfully and you refuse to do it, and I tell you what's going to happen and you refuse to do it, you don't get to decide when you are going to comply with me. I decide that. 
I decide that and that you can't say I didn't give you the opportunity because I gave you an order a professional he was very professional his tone was professional and I could tell he meant that on purpose he did that to remain professional because mm -hmm. now she to put her own self in the trick bag because you didn't want to listen and you thought because this is the entitlement that the media is teaching people that they have you can do what you want to do right. you're not doing what you want to do with me if I tell you and you say I'm not signing that are you not going to sign it? Turn around. All right, all right then I'm going to sign it. Turn around now. Now we're doing a new direction. It's a new order I'll give you. Yeah, I'm because you're not, because this is the thing. You're not deciding when you're going to comply to me. Like, I'm not law enforcement. Right. I am law enforcement. I do have authority over you. You're not going to interfere with my badge. Right. Because you're not sworn like I am. You're going to do what I say when I say to do it. That's just like, before they came out with this pre-trial stuff if i go to somebody's residence because they say somebody's who clearly is, is proven you find out later they don't live there or they're trespassed to get them off my property i ain't going nowhere so i'm gonna ask you one more time get off my property i'm putting you in handcuffs i ain't going nowhere you're not arresting me we go hands out i i i just let me go i'll leave well i know that because it's with my assistance now and you're not just leaving to go wherever you want to go you're going to the station now you don't decide when you're complying we're not playing this back and forth game. You're not a child. She's a grown woman. She knew what she was doing. The moment she said, I'm not signing that. You told me on my body on camera that you're not going to comply to lawful orders from a sworn law enforcement officer. So guess what? Lawfully, you're going to jail. It's that simple. Because you you learn to look at the media and they tell you you a victim to everything. And because y'all doing this media game, y'all want to be some media heads and listen to stuff like that. Y'all think y'all could tell, oh, I, I'm not, if we on the traffic stop, you get out the car. No, I need you to stay back in the car. I ain't staying up. What you stopping for? Get back in the car right now or it's mm -hmm. going to be a further problem. Because we'll, we'll that poses that. a bigger danger when you mm -hmm. step outside the car on the traffic stop. I don't care. I don't care what civilians don't understand this. I don't care. You're not changing my mind. I'm not coddling people. I'm not playing this game. This Well, what if they had a bad experience with police? That has nothing to do with me. And it's not to say, I don't know. I can't speak enough previous potential situations they may have had that may have been unlawful and it may have been a police abuse of power. This mm -hmm. is a new situation. I know me today and I know you today. I know the issue at hand of why we're interacting. If you are in violation of something, that is what that is why we today currently are interacting. And today you're going to comply to my order because I've explained to you. Maybe another officer, hypothetically, say, hypothetically speaking, maybe another officer didn't explain to you what what's the point of the interaction, what you did wrong. They just give me orders. You don't know what's going on. I explained to you verbatim, very detailed, what happened, what transpired. This is the option you have. If you don't comply to my orders, this is going to take place. I'm not playing this coddle game. I'm not babying you. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not doing this goofy game where, well, you just don't know what type of trauma they've dealt with. Yeah. Anyway, like I said, I'm law enforcement. I'm not doing this coddle game. I'm not doing it. I'm absolutely not doing it. She was wrong. She talking about what she wasn't going to do because she, she messed around and found out because she thought he wasn't going to, he thought, she thought he was going to keep playing ring around the rosy with her. I'm not going to keep going back and forth with you. And now she want to play victim. Oh my gosh. What you say? Oh my gosh, Paul. What happened to that tough tone you had? Keep that same energy. You had a tough tone talking about, I'm not signing that. Well, I'm asking for your name and badge again. Oh, you real, you real spicy. So yeah. he's spicy in these handcuffs. Yeah. 
Yeah, he's she was spicy. spicy. And his handcuffs. He said, "Be spicy." Wait, 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 what happened to the energy? <laughs> what, what, what? Where'd you go? That's what I want to know. Where'd you go? Where'd you go, love? She got humble real quick, didn't she? Because <laughs> you should have been humbled in the first place. Because mm -hmm. when you're wrong, you're wrong, and it's as simple as it's time to leave. And then, or if I'm gonna write you a ticket for being passed, then you getting a ticket, signed right. ticket. Explain to the judge, oh, he's walking the dog late. We're in the park late. In so many cases, what the judge gonna say? Well, you gotta do 25 days community service for being in the park late. Oh, uh, they may just throw it out. Hey, going forward, right. don't be in the park late. But mm -hmm. you wanted to act like a child. You wanted to get in a child's place. You wanted to act like a child instead of a dog. I don't you know, care about the political stuff against police. If I give you a lawful order and I tell you go and arrest, if you you get arrested, if you don't comply, I'm arresting you. So that's what she got. She got what she gave because she she messed around and found out because she thought he wasn't going to arrest her. You know what, Miss Wadi, you brought up a good point. Do you guys think in holiday if you want to jump in here, Cat Daddy? Do you guys think that the social media and the soft politicians who's in office who was like anti-police rhetoric do you think is is that what's going on when 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 people are 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 checking the police now and and being outspoken and being emboldened and brazen where you know i don't have to do this or that are they getting back is this all stem from bad information from social media and the politicians and, all bad information okay. Um, and I believe this the height of it was 2020 and uh -huh. then the very tail end of it was 2021. Yes. I've noticed it's gotten quieter and I noticed like when certain police interactions incidents take place, you see half the comments of people saying, yeah, he tweaked, he should have listened, da, da, da. It's so funny how people start to admit the truth once a political election is over with, election season is over with. Mm-hmm. It's so funny because we've had officer involved just in different like police departments. You have officer involved shootings, yet there was no BLM protest. I wonder why that was because it and back in 2020. I remember as soon as they heard there was officer involved shooting, they didn't have to hear if somebody was unarmed or not. They didn't have to hear about um, they didn't have to have any main details about it. You just heard about BLM protests within uh -huh. hours or the next day but ever since political the election season has been over it goes back to oh yeah that officer was right and they should have did this oh right it's like where was all this sense at four years ago three years ago where was all this at right you know in this speak and that's and people swap it down they don't know what you're talking about when they say it's influence of the media yes it is it's influence of the media it's influence. And okay. the fact that you can be so unintelligent mentally and be some media heads just say, well, I saw this in the news. Did you research for yourself? Mm -hmm. Did you research it? But they don't they don't like to hear that. And then when crime goes up, oh, once again, it's the police fault. No, sweethearts. Why the response time so late? Because so many police officers did exactly what you said to do in 2020. Oh, if your job is so stressful, quit your job. And so they did. Why are you mad? Because right. they did what you said to do. So now officers who said, you know what? I'll retire earlier or I'll just go to a different department where we could be the police. Because you're right. 
I don't have to serve you and your family who I don't know because I have my family who I love and care about and they care about me. And I put on the uniform every single day doing things for strangers who are ungrateful, one, and then two, try to interfere when it's actually an offender that I'm after right. or I'm interacting with a person who could potentially harm you and your family. You're mad because depending on how he looks, you don't want me to police them. So then when I don't and I quit, now you ask asking where I am when it comes to your house being shot. Yeah, no, you can't have it both ways. And yes, I am going to throw out ungrateful because people got this, another sister's entitlement. People don't have to be grateful for the police. Sweetheart, yes, you do. Well, that's what they signed up for. Somebody had to. Because look, if, if you felt like it's just a one-way street and it's just about what they chose to sign up for, if you don't believe somebody had to, why is your complaint? Where's the police response at? Why is it so late? Where are the police at? You wouldn't be asking the question if you didn't believe because somebody had to. So let's cut that out. I don't think doctors and nurses should be mishandled or mistreated by goofy relatives that don't want to just shut up and let them do their job. Let them work right. on your relative. Well, that's mm -hmm. their job. They signed up for it. They ain't just signed up to get disrespected by you. Because if, you know, at God's will, I know everybody, in God's will, everybody has a time. Everybody's time is going to come. But just from medical and a human stance, doctors and nurses are your last resort of whether you live or die. They perform the medical procedures. That is not just because they signed up for the job. You have the right as a civilian to criticize them and, and mistreat them when they're actually doing their jobs to help you and your loved ones. No, that's not a, well, that's what they signed up for. It's going to come with disrespect. No, you should be happy somebody signed up for it. Because if they decide I made enough money, a gang of nurses and doctors could leave tomorrow. And what you and your relatives going to do? Exactly. So, no, you need to be grateful. You need to be grateful for law enforcement that they you, exist. Oh, no, you you know, you dead on on that one. And, that, and that's the problem right there, in my opinion. And I know a lot of people's opinions as well. The disrespect, you know, people look at <clears throat> some people look at the police like we're the enemies or we're the bad guys. It's this bad rep and this anti-police narrative like, you know, we're, we're like we're like this disdain or, you know, we, we shouldn't be respected. And it's like, no, it's the definitely the complete opposite. I'm not saying to kiss, kiss our ass or nothing. But I'm just saying, you know, uh, you know, to be grateful and that you have men and women who sh who let's be honest, this profession is a calling. And you have men and women that's in this profession. Have is is is. is let's say the job is very demanding and a lot of times we put the job in front of our families, we put the job in front of graduations and and, yep. and and sports events and dinners and and outings yeah i mean the, the people should the people in the community should be grateful absolutely they should be grateful because we sacrifice a lot so people can can feel like they they should they should be able to be safe to sleep safe to go out in the streets and do what they have to do and to be safe and knowing that if something was to happen, you can call somebody and somebody be there to help you. So I, I, I feel that 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 2020 with the George Floyd and the COVID and 
it 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 gave us a gave law enforcement a bad rap. But it was people in in positions could have could have stopped that. Oh, they yeah. could have said, "Wait a minute, whoa, whoa, whoa! You don't defund, and then you in some some cases dismantle the police." And it's like, "Wait a minute, we're just, you, you guys are just just dumb. You guys are just they're dumb just talking. They're just talking. Yeah, y'all so, couldn't survive twenty straight minutes. I used to say five hours, but I said no. If there was a mass message that went out in the media and the news that said from five p.m. to five twenty. Absolutely no officer can perform their duties because oh. people mm -mm. we're given basically we're gonna allow a purge for 20 minutes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The type of wickedness that exists and the type of evil that people do in their basements, they'll do out on the front porch or in the middle of the street. And no police would have would be allowed to respond. Stop playing. Like all y'all 2020 people, all y'all super anti-police people, stop playing like y'all will want that to happen. You don't. Because, yeah, some of y'all could talk and say, well, I'm licensed to carry. Everybody's not. Everybody, look, and remember what neighborhoods many of you live in. Mm -hmm. Some people do live in poverty. And just because some people do live in poverty, everybody who live in poverty ain't necessarily a criminal, but they still live in poverty. So since they live in poverty, they can't afford a gun, right. even if they caught, they got their Foyd. Foyd card don't cost much. Concealed carry don't cost much. But the class to take or just to even own in their home, they can't afford a gun. Some parents, I, in my experience, I witnessed being on the call where a mother, she didn't feel comfortable having a Foyd in her home. Because she has a special needs child that gets curious and he can at any point grab and touch things and find, you know, going through closets, everything and find and find where she, he doesn't want. She doesn't want no freak accidents to happen. What about the elderly people? Uh -huh. And people don't think about that. Right. So let for 20 minutes, everybody finds out no police response. No police oh, response. Yeah, oh, yeah. exactly. You have exactly. Y'all don't want that. So stop talking like y'all absolutely don't want police. Goofies. And because I mean, half the people who was talking that was people who didn't even live in these rough areas where they got to be affected and deal with this stuff anyway. Right. You know and what? Those are the main people. I, I'm glad you said that because the ones who, right, the ones who was whooping, you know, big teeth in it, you know, they, they don't even stay in the communities that no. actually need the police. They're good in their gated communities or their no crime communities and you know you know right. you get income tax you get you know you get property tax which it's just ridiculous so they ain't got to, they ain't have to worry about it but they want to tell the ones in the community oh you don't need the police disband them and, and, and defund them yeah so let's check you know what you know what guys let's check out let's check out one more let's check out one more because yeah. I, yeah. I you know and that's why we're talking about this today that's why compliance is it's such a key on both sides. But since since, you know, the the law enforcement, since the officer is there and he's the authoritative figure, you know, not to say and he's above or anything like that, but just position and, and you know, the the title or whatever. If you make an infraction or you do some on the streets or whatever, you know, you know, there's things you if you break a rule or whatever, because that's what what that's what we do. We enforce the laws. So 
that's why compliance is such a key. And we're talking about this today to, to really share the light on compliance, really comply and to, to not look at law firms as, as the enemy or as the bad guys, it, you know, it's just a brief interaction. You were speeding, you swerved lanes, you was in an accident, you was peeing in a public way, you was littering, trespassing, whatever the case may be. Let's look at one more. And now you're refusing to give me your driver's license and give me your insurance card. Do I need to see your driver's license and your insurance card, or you'll go to jail for obstructing the police. I'll tow your car and impound it. Well, you're going to unlock it for me, or I'm going to break the window. Yeah. For what? Because you're refusing to give me your driver's license and your insurance card. I, well, I know I can't. So are you refusing to open your window? Okay. So at this point, you're under arrest. I need you to get out of the car, or I'm going to break the window and take you. I already explained that you were past that. All right. If you don't get out of the car, I'm going to break the window. Yeah. Are you doing here on the scene? Otherwise, you're, you're going to have, we're going to be down the station. It's up to you. Okay. All right. What's that? It's gonna come out. I've been here for ten minutes trying to get it through. Now I'm gonna stop it right there for a second. Now you heard the officer. He said he's been there ten minutes trying to smooth this lady over to give give her give him her uh, license insurance. Ten minutes. So it goes to show you he trying to deescalate. He 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 a better officer than I and I am because I don't know about no ten minutes. Mm. But hold on, we'll, yeah. we'll finish. We'll finish. We'll finish. Well, well you know what, let, guys? Let me ask you, how how long? You know what? We'll play it out, and then I ask you this question. Can you shut the car off at least, so we don't turn this into something that it doesn't have to be? I just saw. Just stand around the car, okay? Thank you. Can you turn the car off? Thank you. Can you give me your driver's license and your insurance card? I'm just asking for your driver's license and in your insurance card. Are you dead ass serious? You gonna act like that's what you've been asking me for this whole time? What have I been asking? Shut the for? fuck up. Like stop. Okay, I need stop. your driver's license and your insurance card. It's just an accident. Don't turn. So he should tell you then that yeah. you should give me your driver's so license. Why the and what do you get right now if you're acting like this? Okay. Why are y'all? Why do I? Why am I pulled over right now? For the accident. Six times? You want to go six? You were involved in an accident. You left the scene. I found your car. You have damage to the front of your car. All this is is an accident report, man. Don't turn this into anything else. Don't turn it into something else. It's an accident report. We need your stuff for the report, and then you're on your way. It's your word against the other driver's word. That's all we're looking at. You're making the car too difficult on yourself. I understand. On yourself. Okay. No, I'm just giving your license, your insurance. They can relay that over the other. Can y'all go for them? Guys, I want to ask you this, right? I, I want to ask you this question. Before I finish the before I finish this clip, do you think she had license? Probably uh, not. Either way, I don't care what it is. I'm not spending 10 minutes. I'm asking two questions. I'm giving one thorough explanation of the purpose of the stop, reason why you're being detained. And I'm asking you for your credentials. I'm not asking no more questions more than twice more than twice. You might get a twice. You might. I'm I'm sincere about it. you really might get a twice. At okay. this point, I'm not doing it. That's fair. Holiday cat daddy. Do you think she have license? Of course, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, 
Of course they got it, man. They wouldn't have the car. You know what I'm saying? They, you know, they, they always had their license and registration and, and, and their uh degrees and their honor roll certificates <laughs> in their cars. And so, so yeah, man, she has to. She, she has to? She has to have it. You know, okay. doing all that talking. Yeah. Listen, listen here's the thing. <laughs> I know you, hey, hey, Holiday, I know you joking. I know you joking. When some people... People who's not law enforcement. When somebody's jaw jacking like that, a simple let me see your license, and they taking all that, you show me you you already told me you don't have license. Because a reasonable adult would say, here's my license right here. You're involved in an accident. It's an accident. It's nothing biggie. We're glad everybody's okay. But for the report, again, like holiday with you, you know, with your story. I need your I need your license and insurance so we can document it. You guys can go through insurance, get your car fixed, whatever the case may be. Now you doing all that show me that you, you don't have license. Let's finish this clip and see if you have license or not. I need your driver's license and your insurance. You don't have your license. No, no your insurance. I don't have it. Okay, I need you to step out of the car. Why? Because I need you to step out of the Why? car. You fled oh, the scene. You know. All right, there you go. There you go. What? <laughs> no. And then, and then it, it cut. You know, we we cut off. We say when she be in the resident, she said, "Why? Where you? Where you know why? You don't have license." What? Wait, this whole time you need license to drive? I I I I, I guess. I, I, thought, I thought you can just hop in the car and just drive it. I didn't know you need license and insurance. You know, see, that's oh, yeah. what that's what people who don't want. Uh, that's what some people want. They want to just be lawless where you can just do whatever you want but the thing is this country is built on on laws and principles i thought but you know you get some you know it's a weak type liberal figure in office who kind of kowtow and placate to the people who feel that you know the, the officers are mean and they could have let them go and it's well you know whatever the kind of bull crap you want to come up with but I mean, it goes to show you, for people who are listening to this this episode, we give you some jewels here. I mean, we the officer, both this both clips we played, the officers have shown restraint, shown professionalism. You know, what I'm saying empathy. We, you know, what's this bull crap they want us to do? They show them all. They they've been showing all that. Want to give the person a voice? Want to be neutral? Give them time? De-escalate? 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 Blah 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 blah. All that's bullcrap. Cause go to show you, people just they want they think they should they entitled to do what they want to do, and you shouldn't they shouldn't have to answer or or be held accountable. On both cases, they felt like they shouldn't be held accountable. The one clip, the officer told them to leave or you know sign the ticket, or you would place you under arrest. What's your name and badge? Oh my God, it's going to be on a ticket. You know that, right? Okay, on this one. She's involved with accident, hit and run, I guess. Now she don't have license insurance. You're getting arrested. Why? Oh. That's how stuff turns deadly. That's how people get hurt. Mm-hmm. Right? Compliance is always the key. Dignity. Holding your dignity is always the key. You have to be in control of yourself. 
you dealing with a with a man and a woman with a gun and authority to use it. People talk about police officers ain't judge, jury, executioner. Bull crap. In certain situations, we are judge, jury, and executioner. Hard to hear, but that's what we are in certain situations. Not all. Now, we talked about the compliance part. You know, we talked about how it's, it's, it's best to comply. But let's talk about there's a couple incidents where there was some fighting involved. The two clips that we played were were just talking and just there was they was not compliant, but they wasn't fighting. We're gonna come across we're gonna talk about the ones that were also fighting. No compliance and also resisting. Okay, so we're gonna talk about Luna Cure. Now, Leonard Cure, uh, he got pulled over. He was he was on the he was driving on the um, highway, and the Camden County, Georgia sheriff pulled him over. The sheriff saying the sheriff claimed allegedly that he was doing he was driving a hundred miles per hour. Wow. I guess he got him clocked on his radar. Yeah, that's a he was hitting it on that truck. He was driving the truck too. Ooh. What was he driving? He was driving the Dodge. What was that? He he was hitting that thing. Well, right. well, here's the thing. Okay, you're doing 100 miles per hour. Okay, all right. Okay, uh. you, you know you get pulled over, but when he got pulled over, it didn't go well. Well, let's uh, let's look, let's listen to the to the body cam footage, and then we'll talk about it. Put your hands back here. I ain't doing shit. Put your damn hands back here. Hey, hey man. Hey, my man get off start. My man get off start cursing. He's, he ain't doing shit. Damn. Okay. Huh. Man. All right. So hey, listen, men and women. Hey, you the police. You pulled this cat over. He doing 105 miles per hour. He told him to get out. He get out, and he said he ain't doing s. What you gonna do? All right, let's check. Let's let's listen. Who are you, Staff Sergeant or Sheriff's Office? My name is John Wayne. I don't care. Step to the rear of this vehicle. In the name of In the name of the law of the state of Georgia. Step back here now. You're getting tased. <laughs> Put your hands on the back of that truck. Do you see that? Put your hands on the back of that truck. Back of the seat. Both hands. Turn around. 34 Kevin Simeon, Duncan, 811 9 compliant. Your name is Officer Staff Sergeant Alden for the Camden County Sheriff's Office. Camden County. Camden County. Put your hand behind your back. Do I have a do I have a warrant? Wait, wait, no, 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 no. Excuse me. Excuse me. Either put your hands behind your back or you're getting taped. I'm telling you that right now. Why am I getting taken? Because you are under arrest for speeding and reckless driving. I'm not driving. Nobody was hurt. How was I speeding? You passed me doing 100 miles an hour. Okay, so that's a speeding ticket, right? Sir, tickets in the state of Georgia are criminal offenses. I don't have a ticket in Georgia. You do now? Why? 
You passed me doing 100 miles an hour. And what? I'm not going. Hands behind your back. Yes, you are going to jail. Hands behind your back. Put your hands. Okay, so right there, the uh, sheriff deployed the taser. And it ain't working. Now he's fighting. That taser ain't working. That's why I don't care. Leonard, he's still fighting. Now they're scuffling. Now they're scuffling. The sheriff in trouble. He, he, yeah, he's getting, yeah, he's getting hurt. Yeah, bitch. Yeah, bitch. Stay down. Stay down. Stay down. David, shot fired. Shot fired, Cameron. Okay, we'll we'll end it right there. There you have it, folks. You have you have non-compliance and plus fight. I just want to explain to the viewers who still don't know the whole totality okay. of that situation because I watched the video. So this is what all of that happened, so they know. Um, past the speeding part, he told me to tase him. The dude started walking towards him. Well, no, the dude was standing there. He wouldn't comply, so the officer tased him. The guy snatched the taser prongs off, so the taser didn't work. So now they're in a the scuffle. So the guy, the cop reaches down and goes for his baton. He pulls out his baton, hitting him on the side. It's not working. The guy now, if anybody looks up this video, the guy has his hand and his finger on his neck, like trying to choke him out. Mm -hmm. I think, if I recall, while pushing his head up, but trying to choke him. Right. It's like, now he's near life. Near okay, now he so the thing is because a lot of civilians love to say, Why is he tased and why didn't he use his baton? Why he do that? So he went through every use of force that was on his person on his body gear. He started with taser, the taser didn't work, moved to the baton, baton didn't work. He went to his last resort, which was his gun. He shot the guy, that was a justified shoot, right. Right. The, if you watch that video, the officer did everything right. I am saying on this podcast that officer did everything right. For those who know me, who are civilians, for those who don't know me, my answer's not changing. If you talk to me in person, it's not changing. He did everything right. I'm not, if you want to give me like a coddling response, it's not going to happen. He did everything right. Um, because, like I said, he had to, he got to the point where he had to, because it's about the simple fact that that officer could have got choked out and died. So, again, like you said, it boiled down to non-compliance. So, the officer did everything right. And I, when I, I remember I saw that video, it went viral, I think, on, on an Instagram post. The whoever's page was behind it who posted it. Their caption, of course, was against the officer talking about, no, this man doesn't have his life and RIP to him. And I'm everybody knows me. I'm not praising nobody being dead. But what I'm saying is that was not an unjustified shoot. That was not unjustified. He did nothing wrong. I'm telling you, he did zero, absolute zero of anything wrong. The person who made the caption under the video was on some coddling stuff. Whoever that guy is, he has every right to do what he wants to do, whatever. But I was, um, I was actually shocked by the comments. Okay, some what, what, what was the comment saying? Some of the comments was also people coddling him, you know, and saying, you know, this should not. He, 
of course they were saying because because he's black and that's the part that really makes me cringe because it really implies that because we're black we have absolutely no obligation to listen to lawful orders not you know especially in cases where you clearly see that the officer done wrong the person is in the wrong Mm -hmm. And the officer took every step to try to de-escalate it and constantly explain themselves, constantly explain themselves. Then this one, this situation, he went through every use of force step it was. And to hear people still try to, this black man is this black man that, it really pissed me off because I'm like, you're really implying that we just, we can't do it or we have no obligation to do it. I am not entitled, even if I was in law enforcement, if I never would have become a police officer, I am not entitled to do what I want to do because of my skin that really makes me sound like I'm entitled to be a criminal if I want to. Like, that's the label. That's the proper label to put on me. Like, as if that's that's some type of attachment Black people should have. That's that's not it. No. So you had some people in the comments that were saying that the officer was wrong, but I was shocked because I also saw a lot, a lot of comments where a lot of other Black people saying, no, that dude tweaked. They weren't making a fun of the fact that the guy died, but they was like, right. no, that dude was wrong. That's 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 an instance where you see the fool from the beginning of the stop to the end because the man did everything he could to de-escalate, to stop it from getting into his lap, getting to the last resort, right. which was his firearm. Right. So every it was a lot of people in those comments saying, yeah, that unfortunately that civilian, he was wrong. He was wrong. He was in the wrong. That's a, that's, and that's people being objective about it. Not people being emotion led, not people saying because the media says when you're black, you can do what you want to do. No, that was people. It has nothing to do with political views either. It has nothing to do with, well, being conservative or liberal. It's the simple, that right is right and wrong is wrong like when you watch that video if you have common sense and you have a brain and your brain functions properly like you would see that cop did absolutely nothing wrong if you can look at that video and say that cop did something wrong you are searching to be willfully stupid uh-huh. that's just the fact that's the reality i don't care if you somebody i know personally if you somebody i don't know I'm not trying to sound mean, but if you believe after watching that video that that cop was at fault at anything in any type of way, you are willfully conforming to stupidity. Like you like the you like how it feels to be stupid, really, because you cannot look at that video and say that cop did anything wrong. When you actually, I really encourage people to actually watch that video. I mean, and it was young and old people in the comments saying, "Yeah, that guy was wrong." He he was wrong. That cop did. He went through okay. every lethal step. Mm. You you know that right there need to be spoken more when you have videos like this, and and there's and there's a lot others where the officer is there legally. There's a legal stop, and right, wrong, and you know whatever the case may be, you're not happening. But that don't give you the reason. There's no validity in, in for you to do what you to, to to take it physically with the officer. That's why you have courts. If you felt like something was unjustifiable or you was uh targeted, whatever the case may be, you go to court and you fight that in court. You don't fight it on the streets. You don't fight it. You don't take it up with that law enforcement officer. Because like like this, this he should have been he should still be alive. 
he should still be alive. Now, he'll go in and face some reckless driving and whatever the case may be, but right. you know what? You're alive. You have to go to court, right. you're alive. If you have to spend time in jail, you're alive. And, but and you, lost your, you lost your life yeah. over some dumb stuff. Yep. This is and dumb. that's the thing. Like, And that was something that he did. That was literally something he did. He initiated the physical engagement. Even with the officer tasting him, no, he's not initiating a, a hostile fight. He's saying, I have to use, I have to force you into compliance now because that is my sworn law enforcement job. I was in the right as a cop to tase you. I was right. Those There's, there's these things called laws that are in place that exist that says I'm right. I'm well in my lawful right to do that. So when you don't comply, even after being tased and you walk towards me and start trying to physically attack me now my life is in danger so defending myself I'm right I'm in the right but I feel like it's so crazy that Jews and Holiday that we even at this point we have to explain basic common sense to people it's so weird to me like I'm really explaining the consequences of not non-compliance especially when you're in the wrong right it's correct. I mean, it's like, wait a minute. But why did it's 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 in holiday? It's crazy that we have to talk about this, but this needs to be talked about. That's why we felt like we need to do an episode on this because too many people are just fighting the police, losing their, losing their lives, officers losing their lives over you know over something that could be. Hey, listen, if you're out here doing wrong, okay, you you can you, you know you have the court system, you have that's your that's your constitutional right, you know. The 14th Amendment, the right to due process. Your 14th Amendment, that's your constitutional right. You you go up in court. But the ones who just, you know, the ones who just a career criminal who just want to be lawless and just want to shoot and hurt and rob and rape and whatever the case may be, don't want to be held accountable, you know. And then we go up against an officer to get an equalizer who can take care of this and you get shot and killed or whatever the case may be. Then you have people in the back end and want to say, oh, you know what, the officer shouldn't do. What? No. You know, the thing is, you know, you you have to. The problem is, you know, not enough people are talking about compliance. We talked about on this show that criminals know what they can and can what they can and can't get away with. When they talked about this that 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 bullcrap safety act, I told you about the stop I had where the guy the guy was like, "Oh no, remember, you know, the say, you know, he he even brought up the safety act." I was like, how do you know about that? I said, what do you know about the safety act? He said, I know my laws. Well, well, he heard it. Since he can hear that, he can hear, do not fight with the police. Or he he can hear, you know, you know, just comply. Don't do crime order. Or, or this is what happened when you do. You know, you, you can, so instead of saying, you know, hey, we got the safety act where, uh, you know, you can be released on a ticket if certain certain uh, charges are, are brought upon you instead of going inside. Instead of going to jail, you can be released on scene. Oh, they know all about that. They know all about that. Oh, uh, you know, you run from the police. The police can't run after you if it's not uh, a felony. Oh, they know that. They know it. They know it. So people need to, you know, the powers may be. The people who's running this department or the running the, the the city or whatever state, you need to go in there and also speak about, hey, this is what happened when you don't when you don't comply. 
and stop calling. Now, if somebody die, somebody, you know, get killed within that, you know, you know, you know, you can show empathy and say, hey, you know, it's unfortunate. But he caused his own demise by fighting with the officer, putting the officer, choking the officer out. I mean, let's be let's be honest. They was fighting out on on the highway. You can hear the cars speeding past in the background. You know, so that was just a bad situation. Wherever the case may be, listen, motorists, or if you somebody just walking on the street or whatever, and and you get approached by an officer, you are ultimately you are in charge of your own emotions and your and your well being. Don't put your well being in the hands of of an officer, or if you even getting robbed or whatever the case may be, somebody stick you up, or whatever. Don't put your life in the hands of that robber, because you, you you don't you don't know the outcome, but what you do know, as far as with with law enforcement, if you comply, if you comply to what the officer's command, you know the interaction a the interaction is going to be short, and everybody get to go home. So. We was going to go across some, we was going to talk about some other stuff, but this was a good one where, you know, we, we just need that one example. I mean, there's a, there's other ones that we was going to talk about. We was going to talk about the, uh, Takia Young, uh, out of, uh, Ohio, you know, that's the one that was, that was the one who was shoplifting. She got in the car and didn't want to get out the car and she started the car up and, you know, drove it, hit the officer and she ended up getting shot and killed. You know, uh, again, that's another one where if she just comply if she just gave back that she stole liquor, if she just gave back the alcohol, what's the worst case scenario? Okay, she get locked up. That's the worst case scenario. But depending on background and, you know, she was also pregnant or whatever the case may be. I, I don't, you know, the way it is, the way the world works, especially in some of these blue states, it'll been a slap on the wrist or electronic monitoring or, you know, say you're sorry or something like that. She wasn't going to do no time for this is what I'm saying. Worst case scenario, she just get locked up. But now her worst case scenario and others for not only doing the crime, but also fighting officers, worst case scenario is death. That's the worst case scenario. And that's what we want to try to avoid by speaking this, by having an episode like this. Compliance is the key. It's the key. You can be, you can be, you can feel the way you feel. Just as long as you should comply to the officer's command, and that's it. We don't have to. We don't have to elaborate more on that. Uh, Holiday, you got anything extra on this, uh, Cat Daddy? Man, I said it all. Hey, man, you know, people just gotta know their roles and shut their mouths. That's all. Just comply. <laughs> you know, get straight to the point. Y'all said everything. That's understood. Only you said they. they um, unfortunately, we know people don't like the, the authority. People don't like taking orders, but just more of the story, just comply. People be alive. Things will run smoother. Mm-hmm. That's all I got to say about that. And that's the bottom line. Yeah, no, you're right. It's, it's, it's as simple as life insurance. Okay. Even if you don't have it, just be real. Because the one, the one, uh, clip we played where she like why well, i gotta give my license what i do and all that stuff if you're saying that we already know you heighten you heighten the 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 the, the stop you heighten it 
our, our alertness is like, okay, wait a minute, what's going on? Because a reasonable person be like, oh, here's my license, here's my insurance. All you have to say is like, listen, yeah, I don't, you know what? I don't have my license. What's the worst case? What's the, what's the worst case scenario? You go in to get tickets and you see a, you see a judge and you got to pay a fine. Worst case scenario. But then you get in your feelings, start fighting the officer and, you know, you grab a, grab a gun or you choke the officer and you end up shooting and killing you. Worst case scenario, you're, you're deaf. And for what? Mr. Cure what, shouldn't even, she shouldn't even be dead if he just complied. And there's a lot of other, uh, and there's a lot of other examples out there where, where people who just, you know, get the emotions, just the best of them and start fighting and handle things their own end up losing their lives over what? And you look at it over what? So people, that's the show. That's the show. Let us know what you think. Uh, Holiday, Miss Waddy, thank you for being on this right along with me. And remember, be alert, be aware, be safe. But most of all, be dangerous. All right, talk to you guys next time. Wait a minute, people. We're not done yet. We're the NASA Blue Cape Award winner. Holiday, who's getting the award today? Today's Blue Cape Award winner goes out to no other than 2021 Officer of the Year, Sergeant Justin A. Frankfurt of Carlinville, Illinois. He is assigned to District 18 in 2021. Sergeant Frankfurt is a self-motivated person who led the Division of Patrol in interdictment criminals activities for the last four years. In 2021, Sergeant Frankfurt's relentless pursuit to prevent crimes from occurring led to making 439 criminal arrests, which includes numerous drugs arrests. In 2021, Sergeant Frankfurt's effort to interdict crime led to the seizure of 53 illegal firearms, the most by anyone in the ISP. Sergeant Frankfurt's effort aligns and contributes to the ISP mission. Sergeant Frankfurt is actively involved in his community and has participated in several nonprofit events in his community that involves children. One event is the Squirrel Bowl, which he co-founded, and he has held and raised donate money to honor flights and underprivileged children in need of food and clothing. Congratulations, Sergeant Frankfurt, and we salute you of being our Blue Cape Award winner. Well, thank you, Holiday, for announcing our Blue Cape Award winner. People, you can always check us out on Red Circle, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Verbal, Amazon Music, and Google Podcasts. Please, we encourage you all, if you have any questions, comments, or if you want to vent, hit us up at Black and Blue Vanguard Podcast at gmail.com. What is police brutality? Does it exist? Police brutality. A coined term that's been worked to death. It's run the gamut from physical brutality to rudeness. And it's a damaging term. When the police do something that's objectionable, call it what it is. Rudeness, undue force, neglect of duty, or whatever. But not police brutality. It can't be defined. It's just a label that some factions of our society use to destroy public faith in constituted law and authority. The police.